we know, we know, we're meant to be on a break, but it's Christmas, and we couldn't leave you without something from AFB in your stocking. So you're listening to the Action Figure Blues Podcast, episode number 252, for the week of Wednesday, the 21st of December, 2016. Tonight, our choice of the week are the Batman the Animated Series Holiday Joker and Clayface from DC Collectibles, and our discussion topic is a countdown of the top 20 Christmas action figures. Hey everybody, Scotty here. Uh, just a short show as a little stocking stuffer for you tonight. Uh, I am going to run through a couple of uh, recent toys of the week in the Batman the Animated Series line, and then Eddie has put a special little compilation together for you of his countdown of the top 20 Christmas toys. So without further ado, I'm going to get to it. I have a moderately Christmas-themed toy of the week for you. If you've listened to the show previously, you would know that I have been a big fan of the Batman the Animated Series action figures from DC Collectibles. This is the six-inch scale uh, version of these, and DC Collectibles has been doing a fantastic job of producing uh, characters from both Batman the Animated Series and the New Adventures of Batman uh, series. Um, And uh, tonight I'm going to be reviewing two of the latest releases. We have the Holiday Joker, that's the moderate Christmas theme, and then we have the Clayface uh, Deluxe version. So I will start with Joker first, and I will start with uh, my usual um, slight rant about the packaging of these. Um, DC Collectibles is doing a great job with some of its other uh, action figure lines, like DC Icons, uh, the Artist Designer Series, etc., are doing very collector-friendly packaging with window boxes and pull-out trays. Um, These really suffer, I think, from that because one of the fantastic things about these figures is that they come with a huge amount of accessories. And for myself, as someone who uh, likes to collect action figures but doesn't have a huge display space for figures because I display statues, and also uh, for myself as someone who is not fantastic at keeping track of accessories, etc., not being able to put it all neatly back in the box with, when I am done for most of these figures is a huge frustration. And all of the single figures, like Holiday Joker, come on a card with a bubble that has to be uh, peeled off. Um, the saving grace is that the accessories have come in quite nice um, trays uh, that make them easy to hold on to. So I actually have a little box with a plastic baggie of each of the accessory trays in it um, stored separately from the figures. But um, I, I'm assuming that the the collector-friendly packaging comes at the cost of the great accessories, which um, d- the DC Collectibles is doing a great job with, but I would still vote for the uh, collector-friendly packaging if it was up to me. 
So having said that, um, the holiday Joker is from the Batman the Animated Series uh, episode of Christmas with the Joker. And uh, this is, a again, a very uh, faithful rendition of um, the character from the series. Um, this is Joker with a Santa hat and a red jacket over his kind of normal garb, um, green shirt, purple pants, etc. Um, the sculpting on these is always fantastic. One of the things that I uh, really struggled with as a collector of the three and three quarter Justice League Unlimited um, figures, which are based on the same Bruce Tim uh, artwork and character designs, is that the big torsos and thin legs um, that very uh, depict very accurately the way that the characters were portrayed uh, make horrible action figures in terms of their ability to stand up, etc., in the three and three quarter scale. What DC Collectibles has done really successfully with these figures is very much keep that uh, faithful um, rendition of the the characters, and it is that true Bruce Tim style, but uh, do articulation that makes them quite easy to pose, um, which is uh, great. I think that um. One of the things that I really uh, have enjoyed about these is the fact that they're actually quite easy to um, to stand up and uh, display. Um, even the female characters who have got very thin legs, uh, most of those ha- have done quite well in that space. But the Joker, actually, once you find the right way to position him, is really easy to manage and pose, and uh, he still stands up nicely. Um there's not a, a huge amount of detail um, in the sculpt, but again, it is uh, show accurate. Um, the the jacket um, has got some really nice little um, sculpted buttons, uh, etc. Five, four, three. The jacket has got some really nicely sculpted buttons. Um, the the hat is fun. Um, the, the one thing that I might say about the sculpt in terms of just matching that up to um, the the show is that the paintwork on the head sculpt, I feel, is a little off. And there's two issues with that. One is, um, and this is not a sculpt issue, this is definitely a paint issue. One is that the uh, they haven't used all of the space allowed by the sculpt for the eyes and so what we get is uh very tiny pupils that almost are not visible so it it, the eyes and without looking very closely look like um little yellow slits um whereas if you look at the art uh from the animated series uh the eyes were bigger they were um quite lined in black, but still with visible pupils, although they're small. So I think there's just a bit of an issue with the paint apps there in terms of not using all of the space that the sculpt allowed for um, the the pupils. Um, and the other issue is with the teeth. You know, Joker's got horrible um, yellow teeth, etc. And uh, those, uh, they've done quite well, but the black lines between the teeth are really thick, and so it ends up looking quite odd because your eye is drawn not to the yellow of the teeth, but to actually the black lines of the paint. So um, definitely a bit of an issue there. Um, Accessory-wise, as 
to all of the the single pack figures in this line, he comes with a, a bunch. Um, he comes with a, a character stand, and uh, I'm something I'm really impressed by is the fact that um, all of the stands have a a turnaround of the the character on it, and um, there would have been easy for them just to reuse the Joker stand from the um, figure they've already done, but we actually get the Holiday Joker on the stand itself. Um, I don't find them necessary because they do stand um, on their own, but still it's useful. Um, He's packed in with two accessories, the candy cane and then his little... Uh, hand puppet that has a role um, to play in the plot of the um, show, if you've seen it. Um, he comes with four extra hands. He's packaged with fists, but then he comes with two holding hands uh, with small um, openings, and then two larger holding hands that would hold some sort of gun, etc., if he actually had it. Um, the, the, the hand puppet is actually a swap-out hand as well, with the face of the little puppet painted onto um, his glove, and then the rest of the little outfit there. Um, very, very nicely done when you compare that to um, the actual art from the show. It's really impressive. And that's the sort of touches that make this line um, so fun. Um, he then comes with uh, his sad uh, Christmas tree that um, is just sticks and then five little ornaments to hang on it. And that is super fun. Um, so this is a, a really, I think, clever addition to the line and the fact that they managed to have it come out right around Christmas time, I think is super fun. You know, for me, while I don't display um, these, this guy probably is going to end up living more in my kind of geeky Christmas ornament um, storage space and come out at Christmas as opposed to going with the rest of the action figures because um, he's really a riot. A uh, bit of a shame that the paint on the, the face uh, didn't really hit the mark, and I think it's it's more than a one dolly point loss, um, so I'm going to have to take two dollies off and give him an eight, but it is a solid eight, and this is a, a really fun addition to the line, and uh, long may it continue. I'm looking forward to the Superman line starting and really hoping that that is all leading towards uh, Justice League, which would be great fun. Um, so then the other part of my toy of the week is the latest deluxe um, figure to be released in the line, and that is Clayface. And he is from the Batman the Animated Series as well. Um, now, this is a deluxe uh, figure that comes actually in the same size packaging as Man Bat, if you recall. Um, and uh, it is more collector-friendly. It is a window box with a slide-out tray. Um, yay for that. One thing I think that's worth noting is that the price point of Man Bat when he came out uh, was actually the same as a single figure, but Clayface is significantly more expensive, at least here in Australia. I haven't seen him um, for anything under $60 Australian. Um, and obviously there is more um, uh, weight in this, but uh, you know, I'd say it's comparable to, to Man Bat, so that is just, uh, I think, noteworthy. Um one thing that I was really interested in with Clayface when I saw him is what he was going to be made out of. Because if you recall, uh, the um, DC 
uh, Universe Classics, or it might have been DC Superheroes, actually, Clayface, um, that was actually made out of a really rubbery material, um, which I actually had a look at it before I recorded this, and I've had questions about how it's going to age. It still is um, doing quite okay, but I I, uh, I think it was fun to do and definitely added to the character, uh, but I'm not quite sure how ultimately that is going to age as a figure. This is just a standard sculpt, so there's one exception to that, which I'll talk about in a moment, but the majority of um, Clayface is done out of just standard uh, plastic. Um, this is uh, super fun, and again, uh, just another example of what um, DC Collectibles has done with this line in terms of achieving the um, Bruce Tim, uh look while still managing to make articulation work. Clefess obviously is an oversized figure. He's got a huge um, torso. His shoulders are incredibly wide. And yet the articulation with the side lift of the, the legs, which I haven't seen on other figures outside of this line, really achieves that uh, look without sacrificing the ability to pose and stand the figure. And once you work out the right position for the legs, this uh, figure is really easy to pose and he's not uh, going to topple over, etc. Um, he uh, has got um, a number of pack-in pieces. Um, he has got two heads and the head pieces are the only exception to the standard plastic comment I made before, the head pieces are actually made of a more flexible plastic, and they're quite easy to swap on and off. Basically, there's a kind of standard um, grumpy-looking clay face, and then there's more of a yelling uh, head, which is a little bit bigger because his you know mouth is open, his head is raised, etc. And then he comes with three swap-out arm options. Um, there is a hook arm, a hammer arm, and then a mace sort of arm, and those are all interchangeable. The swap-out uh, action here is really easy, both for the head and the arms. Um, the head with the, that lighter plastic makes that really easy to um, swap and move around. Um, and this is just super fun. Um, the paint, uh, you know, there's not a lot happening there, but what is on the face um, is uh, okay. Um, there's just a little bit of bleed with the eye uh, lines between the yellow of his eyes and the black outline. And also, um, you know, not, I would say not fantastic application on his little teeth as well, which is a bit of a shame. It takes away from something that otherwise is a really um, you know, perfect sort of figure, but, uh, there's actually a bit of a paint issue with my mace, uh, hand. The forearm of it has got a couple of little white, um, paint marks on the, um, brown of his clay, which is a bit, uh, odd, I think. Um, he, he does come with a figure stand with a little turnaround on it as well. Um, I can't imagine needing it, but uh, I, I'm sure that there are some people that display with it. I do like the collector-friendliness um, of this packaging. I do uh, think that um, the articulation on this is fantastic. A little bit of an issue with the paint there, so Clayface is a $9 out of 10 uh, for me, but um, 
excellent fun and just a huge hats off to DC Collectibles for this line. There have been a huge number of releases in this line in the uh, later half of the year, uh, going back to Zatanna, Commissioner Gordon, we just got Harvey Dent, um, Otalia as well. These are the two that I picked out to uh, review for this as just a couple of the highlights, but I'm really looking forward to uh, this line continuing. So great job, DC Collectibles, and a huge thank you to you for the great work. And now to uh, really make our Christmas theme a reality, I'm going to hand over to Eddie, who has done a fantastic job of putting together a very special Christmas compilation for you. You can bring home the adventure of Disney's Toy Story, now on video, with the talking and poseable figures of Woody and Buzz Lightyear. My name's Woody. Buzz Lightyear. I come in peace. Cool. He goes in the dark. Meet intergalactic Buzz Lightyear. His new spacesuit protects him from evil proton rays and comes equipped with a flip-up arm communicator. Buzz Lightyear to the rescue. target. Buzz Lightyear and Woody figures are each sold separately. Batteries are included from Thinkway. Well, season's greetings all. It is that jolly time of year again. Uh, so I thought for this week's episode, since it is the holiday time of year, I would do a Christmas theme special uh, for my segment. And I'm going to do a countdown of the top 20 Christmas figures. Why top 20? Because I could only think of 20 figures that are Christmas themed. But I'm sure there's more out there, so if I have missed anything, uh, don't forget to let me know. But let's start off with the dishonorable mention number 20, which is the adult fantasy line. For those that don't know, the adult fantasy line is what it sounds like. Uh, it was a bunch of figures based on adult film actresses, and there was a Christmas special version of Jenna Jameson done up with Christmas colours. How do I know about this figure? Well, uh, probably best I don't go into that. Moving forward very quickly from that awkward one, we go into my number 19, which is the Simpsons Christmas box set from Playmates Toys. So the World of Springfield was a big line, and they definitely got into the Christmas spirit there uh, with one of the box sets. I believe it was a Toys R Us exclusive with the sort of Santa, Homer and uh, Marge with lights running up through her hair. Now, keeping with the Matt Groening theme, number 18, the spot is taken with the Futurama Evil Santa. Wonderfully voiced by John Goodman. In the original episode, uh, this Santa firing missile toes at you that are actual missiles was a great character, and Toonami did a great job bringing him out in the plastic version. Heading through, we have at number 17, the McFarlane Christmas set. So this was a series of figures done in that creepy McFarlane toys style. Now, what I really liked here was that the box designs of these toys were done in a very classic Christmas style. They almost had a Rankin Bass design to the characters on the artwork. But what you saw inside the packet were these creepy versions of your Christmas classic sort of like a Viking warrior Rudolph. There was Santa Claus with a gas mask and horrible claws. Mrs. Claus was sort of a stripper on a candy cane pole. Uh, we had Jack Frost was like this horrible 
uh, <laughs> evil frost giant creature, uh, but some really cool designs there. For spot 16, we're going to keep with McFarlane Toys, and uh, this one, I've gone with one that ties into... Uh, my first of the hiatus era episodes, which is Santa Spawn. So this is a Spawn figure, but he's carrying a sack and wearing a Santa hat. And it looks like there might be some human skulls coming out of the side of that sack there. So a little creepy, but he's a great one for any Christmas display. Spot 15, we have the Rudolph figures that were based off the Rankin-Bass uh, toy line. It came out a couple of years ago. This one I had a little bit of trouble tracking down uh, in my rush to get this episode produced. So I do know they're out there, but unfortunately I can't tell you which company it was that created them. But uh, you can see them from time to time in loose collections and that around. So they are around, and I'm sure someone can correct me on that. But uh, they are a, a nice classic piece of uh, holiday fun, definitely based on that TV Christmas special. Number 14, this is a bit of an odd one on the list because the figure itself is not Christmas theme, but it comes from a Christmas movie, and that is the Turbo Man action figure that's based off the toy that Arnold Schwarzenegger is trying to get in uh, the classic Christmas film with young Darth Vader, uh, Jingle All the Way. I remember really wanting this Turbo Man figure as a toy, uh, just because I think that uh, film actually worked as a toy advertisement. I wanted to know more about Turbo Man uh, than I did the actual movie going on. Uh, but a very interesting Christmas piece there. Number 13 I've got here on my list, just the generic stamp of Lego. Lego have done many christmas theme sets uh over the years uh there have been a lot of different lego santas released a um, few different rudolphs that you can build uh probably my favorite thing lego does at this time of year is their wonderful advent calendars though so uh i've just gone the generic lego for spot 13 but uh definitely uh one that has a lot of options to choose from for your christmas toy collection Number 12, I have the Joker from the DC Collectibles animated line. So this is Joker as he appeared in the episode Christmas with the Joker. Comes with a nice little deranged Christmas tree. He's got a little sock puppet, pocket, yeah, pardon, a sock puppet uh, elf on his hand and a nice little Christmas hat and Christmas sweater he's wearing. So this was actually the first uh, appearance of the Joker in the animated series and is a wonderful, wonderful piece there. So he's a good single-figure highlight uh, to add to your Christmas toy collection. At spot number 11, I have the Gremlins line from NECA. So the first Gremlins film is set at Christmas time. There is a gizmo with a Santa hat, but uh, in a lot of ways this is a Christmas film, so I think uh, you can get by with putting pretty much the majority of the line out on that too. But uh, another great film that is based at Christmas time and definitely works as Christmas toys. Now, sticking with Necker in my number 10 spot, I have toys based on one of the most popular Christmas special films of all time, 
that I have actually never seen. This is going to be shocking to you. Uh, it's the A Christmas Story. Now, I know this film is loved and beloved and greatly appreciated by all those who carry the Christmas spirit with them, but it's not one that really played here in Australia, so I don't have the connection to these characters. What I often hear is, oh, that actor was in A Christmas Story, and people go, oh, yeah, ooh. Uh, but NECA did produce a line of figures based on that TV. Was it a TV film? I think it might have actually come out in theatres, but... Uh, I could be wrong there. Uh, but if you are a fan of that film, you can get a whole line of figures based on your favourite characters from that movie. And I think they even produced that leg lamp uh, that's iconic from the film there as well. So uh, lots to get. Now, in my number nine spot, I have the DC Collectibles Bombshells Christmas-themed edition. So there's Wonder Woman holding Christmas lights. There's the Harley Quinn done up in Christmas colours. So the bombshell line is fantastic. And these were some very nice reuse of the sculpts for the Christmas season. Coming in at number eight, I have the Ghostbusters 2 box set. So this is from Mattel. It's their Ghostbusters classic line. They did a box set for Toys R Us that is the Ghostbusters in their second film uh, variant outfit, which is kind of grey, and it has the ghost on their patch sticking up the two fingers. Uh, it didn't appear too much in the movie, but uh, it is. they do wear it during the montage uh, that's carrying them over the Christmas period, and there is a shot of them running down the street wearing Santa hats. So this box set comes with little cloth Santa hats uh, that these members of the team are wearing. And what's great here is those little cloth Santa hats are removable and will, for the most part, fit on your six-inch figures. So this is a great box set uh, to purchase if you want some little Santa hats to go on other six-inch figures that you can use to bring the Christmas spirit all around your toy shelves. Coming in at number seven, I have the Paladisi's Muppets. So they did a few Christmas-themed figures for their line. Uh, there was the Swedish Chef done up as Santa Claus. For me, though, it wasn't the actual main action figure line, but in the PVC line, they did a couple of characters based off the Muppets Christmas Carol, and Muppets Christmas Carol is my favourite Muppet movie of all time. It's actually my favourite uh, Christmas film of all, I watch it every Christmas Eve. So while I am disappointed that we didn't get actual action figures uh, like we have with the Muppet action figure line from Paladises, just the fact that we got some of the guys here, uh, like uh, Kermit uh, coming in uh, with his little son as Tiny Tim, is just that just warms my heart. So I did have to include it here. Now, in at the number six spot, I have Doctor Who because there have been minifigures based off the Doctor Who Christmas special episodes. But the two I need to point out is the Kylie Minogue Titanic box set and also the regeneration from Matt Smith uh, to Peter Capaldi Doctor, uh, which is a wonderful Christmas episode in the end of the Matt Smith run, and really, you do capture some of the soul of it here, particularly with the old man Matt Smith head, so a uh, really nice 
homage to one of the great Doctor Who Christmas specials there. Coming in in the number five spot, we have the Grinch figure line by McFarlane Toys based off that original Doctor Seuss story and the animated film with Boris Karloff. And they've done a wonderful job capturing the Dr. Seuss aesthetics here and really works. And you also got a little Cindy Lou Who there and the dog with the antlers tied around his hair. Coming in in the number four spot of our Christmas countdown, we're getting close now. Uh, we're going to stick with the Grinch again. And uh, my heart grew four sizes that day when I saw that there was going to be Grinch movie figures. I don't know why. I really don't care for the movie since I have actually seen it. But this was one of those times where these Grinch movie figures were included on the front of Toy Fair magazine, but never came out here in Australia. So it was one of these cases I knew there were Grinch figures out there, but I never saw them myself, and it's always that grass is always greener, and if there's something you can't have, you want it that little bit more. So I do always remember these guys as sticking out heavily in my toy knowledge bank of a figure that was out there in the world that I'd never seen. So uh, that stands up here mainly for memory purposes for me than actually wanting the figures. I'm sure I can jump on eBay now get them quite easily, uh, but I've got no plans to. Now we're in the home stretch here, guys. Number three I have as Star Wars. So Hasbro Star Wars figures have done some Christmas ones. They've been Jowers with presents. There's Yoda dressed as Santa Claus, probably the most infamous being the all-red Darth Vader, but uh, some wonderful Star Wars pieces to add to your Christmas collection. You can even tie this in with Lego. They do special Star Wars advent calendars, uh, and they're always great fun to look at and see what designs they've included, sort of a Santa Darth Vader, a Chewie Dunn as an abominable snowman with sort of Christmas-coloured bandolier running down the side. There's always something interesting uh, going on there with their Christmas Star Wars designs. Here we are. We're getting close. We're down to number two. And in the number two spot, we're going to return to that company I've mentioned a couple of times on this list already so they definitely do have to get the company for the biggest christmas cheer uh, and that's necker and that is their john mcclain die hard figure from their uh oh i was going to say movie maniacs but that wasn't it uh it was uh, i think their cinema icons line or something thereabouts and this is a figure based on John McClane from the first Die Hard movie and while he himself is not necessarily Christmas themed this is arguably the greatest Christmas movie of all time so of course he has to be included quite high up here on the list now tying in with this brand as well Paladisi's also did some playmates of Die Hard uh, so there's a little more Christmas theme there with uh, the guy tied up in the chair with the Santa writing uh, on it. So I had two great pieces from the Die Hard license that had to be included quite high up. Now, coming in in the number one spot, we're going to go with Necker again. What could it be? I'm going to tell you it's going to be Ben's Lament because what's this? What's this? I can't believe my eyes. Nightmare Before Christmas has to take the number one Christmas toy spot here because that 
brand is just so out there when it comes to toys. There is constantly new material from Nightmare Before Christmas being released. Uh, it's arguably the most merchandised Christmas film of all time. And NECA did a wonderful job with their line of figures, creating Jack Skellington and all the ghouls of Halloween Town and the few Christmas uh, characters that actually appear uh, in the movie. But they just did an amazing job capturing these characters as they appeared in that Tim Burton stop animation. So uh, I, I know uh, there might be some people on this podcast itself the question my choice but how can you deny that that is uh one of the greatest christmas toy lines of all time so there we are guys my top 20 christmas figure list now i'm sure i've missed some there have to be other ones out there uh it was a little one i didn't have too much time to research and dive in this one was just done really with the uh, spirit of the season uh, in my heart. So please tell me, what is your favourite Christmas-based action figure? And I'll see you guys soon. Ta-ta and safe travels and happy holidays. Ah, the father and son road trip. Just a little imagination and you're good to go. Desert highways, scenic vistas, overly active wildlife... Did they just build a souvenir stand that sells extra hair? Nice! Yes, when you build together, the possibilities are endless. So, gentlemen, hold on to your hats and start your Lego road trip today at buildtogether.com. Well, just wrapping up our little Christmas compilation with a couple of bits of feedback that we've received over the last couple of episodes. We had a lovely tweet from Figure Fan Zero who said, Thanks for five years of awesome. Listening has always been one of the bright spots of my week. And that's the sort of uh, stuff that we love to hear because it uh, makes it all worthwhile. Um, and thank you for your support. Um, we're, we're still really enjoying doing this and looking forward to bringing more to you. Um, we also had a fun tweet um, from Lamar the Reindeer, who I think is normally Lamar the Revenger, about our 250th episode with our audio commentary of the uh, Star Wars uh, – with our audio commentary of Star Wars – with our audio commentary or – Tordio commentary. I can't remember what we decided on in the end of Star Wars The New Hope. And uh, Lamar says, I'm playing catch up with episode 250, loving it. You need to do the other trilogy movies. Uh, well, I'm sure that uh, over time with, with our milestone episodes that we could find uh, room to make that a tradition because we sure had a lot of fun. Uh, if you want to uh, give us some feedback, you can tweet at us at AF Blues. You can comment on our Facebook page, uh, which is just uh, Action Figure Blues. You can email us at podcast at actionfigureblues.com. Now, over the next couple of weeks, uh, we may be quiet as we enjoy the holidays. Uh, in the start of the new year, we will come back with some content for you. We're still working out what that schedule is going to be, but we look forward to chatting to you again soon. And uh, thanks so much for all of your support. Good night, nerds. The Action Figure Blues podcast can be found on iTunes and Stitcher Radio and can be downloaded direct from actionfigureblues.com. Wherever you listen, please take a moment to leave a positive rating and review to help others find our show. 
We also have an active fan forum at afbforum.com where you can join with all the hosts of the podcast and many other collectors to discuss news, reviews, old lines, and trade and sell in a safe community. Please join us there. While you're at actionfigureblues.com, don't forget to check out our sponsors like Mike's Comics and Stuff, the Pop Culture Superstore, Bam Kapow, and Davy Boy's Toys. You can find us on Twitter at AFBlues, on Instagram at ActionFigureBlues, and on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash actionfigureblues. Thanks for listening. everybody scotty here i have a moderately themed christmas uh, moderately themed pretty sure it's um just themed <laughs>